0: Origin Clear is a company that focuses on wastewater and treatment. And hello everyone. Welcome to the Waters New Gold CEO briefing. Our mission is to transform the water industry. Decentralization offers us this opportunity. The plan that you've built here is super impressive.
1: The world is experiencing a crisis in regards to water. It's a great opportunity that you are giving
0: us investors. The decentralization of water treatment means that we no longer need to establish giant water treatment plants. Let them fight over the 20%.
2: Let's work with the 80% that's untreated. Over 21,000 unique alternative
0: investments. Three million jobs in the U.S. alone. Making it easy for the regular investor. All the old trends just accelerated. Lucrative and fulfilling. The vision I've got is to standardize these products.
1: Build, own, and operate.
0: We have 65 people in the room. We got an important message to to the world. We can put a guy on the moon, but our water is horrible. Recycling all that water, it's a huge impact for the environment. Bringing new infrastructure in drives growth in America. That's a critical part of the picture.
2: It's a twin 125 gallon per minute RO system.
0: I don't think we're talking about a $10 million fund. We're talking about a series of $10 million. Yeah.
2: The opportunity itself is very big. Um, yes. They care they want that. Not too many CEOs do a weekly briefing and are willing to
0: talk to individual investors.: Welcome everyone, to the CEO briefing, and um, I have with me the, the infamous. Andrea and Ken, J R W. Hey, greetings everyone. Looking forward to more good info tonight. Thanks for all your good work. Well, thank you very much. Water's new gold. Thursday, February twenty fourth, and this water is becoming more and more interesting. I'm I've been getting interviewed for various publications. Uh, it appears that water and war is a topic, and who knew, right? Um, and my main opinion about uh, the the dangers of water and war is well, we know the physical dangers, but there's a new 21st century danger, and that is cyber attacks, which I covered last week. And I'm, I'm continuing to comment on that in the press. Michael Kyle says, thanks and thank you. Of course, you have the ability to listen in Spanish. Just click on the globe symbol. Uh, let's continue. Yes, the forward-looking statements mean that we are always have to hedge our statements because we're a public company, but we do our very best to get it right, and we correct it when we don't. All right, so where are we with capital status? Uh, we, we are inching closer. We are like um, $8,900 away from being at a million dollars. Um, actual banked is 959,600. So um, we're clicking along here. There is some larger stuff coming, but uh, it appears that we will be very shortly at the million dollars, in which case we will be announcing that. As you can tell, we're, you know, we've made it very challenging for ourselves, but rightly so, because for every dollar that we raise, 50% goes into water equipment. And so that is very powerful because as we continue to scale up, we'll end up with all these investable assets. So it's really, really powerful. And it's something that we could only do really once we got really, really strong. Okay. Now, today I talked about supply chain delays. What's up with that? So let's take a look at what Morgan Stanley is saying about that. And this is the link right here, slash ideas, slash supply chain disruption. So you can always take a look at it yourself. So what's going on with global supply chains? Well, the first thing we know is that there is a boomerang recovery. And this is a really interesting graph because you notice how pandemic spending shifted to durable goods. And it actually overtook services for a while, obviously, because, you know, closed restaurants and so forth. Um, but here's what's interesting. Durable goods kind of separated from services uh, during the great recession and never really recovered until we changed our um, buying habits in the pandemic. And that's really interesting things. Now, our services gonna recover. I think it's a long haul, but it does mean that we are in a durable, durable goods era and it's certainly reflected in the amount of business that Origin Clear is doing with water systems. It's pretty amazing. Okay, the second thing is high freight costs. Um, lots of labor shortages, obviously the price of gas, right, diesel. Also air freight capacity is way down. I have no idea why. And there is supposedly some supply chain relief just by some catch up happening. Here's a long-term interesting thing. And I emphasize near shoring. We need to stop out sourcing our, you know, manufacturing. And we're seeing this happen for us. A lot of customers are coming to us because we are made in USA. And uh, as a result, um, they find it to be more uh, controllable situation. For those of you who are interesting in the, uh, the earning cycle, it's strange because right now it's, it's gonna be very strange to have not enough inventory, too much inventory, in this article, it talks about how uh, semiconductors and tech hardware are the most exposed industrials are better off. All right, Ellen, thanks for raising your hand, but the best thing to do is chat, do a chat, and then I w- we'll be happy to address your questions. Okay, what's our experience? Well, um, at the Monday meeting, uh, Mark Stevens told us he's the president of our division in Dallas, and uh, pumps are now at 17 weeks for certain key models, longest he's ever seen. So um, we are actually uh, said, okay guys, let's help you buy, do some advanced buying. Now this is the ironic part. Obviously, if everybody starts you know, squirreling away inventory, it's actually gonna worsen, worsen supply chain disruption. It's kind of like a game of musical chairs, right? But now the, the strength of this um, business that we have, and we've, we've, I just literally looked up the booked orders as of uh, Monday, um, and this combined progressive water treatment and modular water systems, we have a bit over a month left to go and we're well ahead of our normal quarterly run. So we think that it's because people have a use it or lose it kind of attitude. Um, Things are gonna get more expensive. They got their budgets, do it now. And I do wanna make it clear that booked orders are not revenue. Um, It does take several months to fulfill. I believe we will have some good news for you from the annual report, but I do not have final numbers. Still waiting for that but it is starting to reflect. I told you that last year, we went over $12 million in booked orders. How much of that reflected in the same year? I really can't say, but it's um, most of it will start reflecting in 2022 and 2023. So that's the situation with supply chain. I would say that we are in trouble for supply chains because now, of course, we have war. I don't have a position on the war, but it, what's for sure is, that Russia is a very large exporter of oil and gas. And you know if Germany stops getting gas or oil, then it affects all supplies because oil is what they call fungible. You can ex- interchange uh, an oil um, uh, scarcity in Singapore is reflected in New York and this is how it is. So I think that we're gonna see a lot more inflationary pressure and that is gonna lead to more people getting into assets. It's gonna drive short-term, obviously the stock market will love it because apparent sales will continue to grow, but it's also gonna hit earnings because uh, life will get more expensive for these. And what's gonna be hit, of course, is the consumer's pocket. So as I covered a couple weeks ago, um, we're gonna have a combination of inflation with deflation because the actual demand will not be as strong due to um, historically very low growth in population over the pandemic. All right, enough of that. Let's talk about the uh, deep dive that I promised you, uh, again, based on another Morgan Stanley article. And basically there is a gap um, between the water um, that is available and what is needed. A 40% difference is huge. This is going to A be a big problem and B is going to push a lot of demand for water. Um, And behind that of course is water infrastructure. Now um, let's take a look at it. Now, first of all, um, water demand has increased tremendously. And um, you know, we have the various parts of the world that um, you know, definitely the blue is the strongest growth that is of course, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. Um, and so they seem to have a lot of growth. Obviously, China is the big one. Now, here's the thing. As it says in this article, there are very few free markets to set water prices. And uh, this has led to a lot of distortions. Um, because of lack of free markets, water prices are not being priced, proper. water rates are not being priced right. There's a lack of infrastructure. Spending. Now we're going to see market-based systems that are the next to last par- paragraph here. Market-based systems could become more prevalent as growing water shortages lead to increased scrutiny, greater reg- regulation, and ultimately higher costs. And that will lead to risks for businesses. And this is what we've been saying all along is that water, rising water rates are driving business users to do their own water treatment, which is the business we're in. trillion dollars over the next four years will be invested in expanding and improving global water infrastructure. Very interesting. Okay. So it's a growth, we're in a growth business for sure. Water saving innovations in agriculture. Now 70% of all water is agriculture. And then um, as you can see on the graph on the right, uh, obviously Africa leads in terms of agricultural use, but um, The municipal, that is you and me, that's people just using uh, personal stuff, uh, you know, homes, apartment buildings, et cetera. If we look at, uh, for example, um, the Americas, we see that actually agriculture and industrial are almost the same, uh, about, you know, 85%, something like that. So, um, but agriculture overall is huge. And what is being done is we're gonna see a lot of smart irrigation methods with you know, internet controls and so forth, that's simply of interest. But it's surprising, um, we always think of agriculture as being you know, by far the biggest, but that's only true in Africa and to a certain extent in Asia, um, the Americas, Europe, and Oceania, well, I, I really, I would say the Americas is the one that has a huge amount of, of um, industrial and Europe even more. Okay, so I guess the more developed you are, the more the greater percentage of industrial usage of water you have. Okay, and they mentioned a couple more areas of benefit, modern metering to track water use, and we've seen that happen a lot, and that is directly related to our water on demand um, uh, initiative. And um, I think desalination of seawater is also gonna be uh, vital. Robert Baxter says, can I review and send to a friend? Absolutely. Um, you will get a link to for the replay, and you can share that replay. Please do. And Daryl wants to know how is Origin Clear poised to capitalize on urban vertical farming? It can it be combined with urban wastewater issues for a double win? Wow, that is very powerful. Uh, and I would say that we are not currently playing in that game, uh, but I think it's really what you've got there is really really interesting. There's some very innovative techniques for treating wastewater combined with the, you know, creating, for example, uh, fertilizer and so forth for the farming. So interesting stuff. We're not currently in this space, but we're looking at it for sure. The spaces we are in are, um, you know, more in the area of local businesses. That's the number one thing where there's, you know, businesses that have a need, for example, RV campgrounds, perfect example of a business that tends to be disconnected from the sewer. And we do a lot of that. Uh, we also have been doing a lot of small cities. Uh, we're very good with that. Bottom line. Now, this is very interesting because businesses are rethinking their water use. Um, Agriculture may be one of the biggest uses of fresh water, but the growing water crisis will no doubt require virtually all industries to rethink their water use. So what that means is watch out for the water pricing. And this is again, why we believe that you need to, that businesses need to control their own water pricing by doing it yourself. and they are gonna have to get serious about water recycling, which is us. Uh, We don't really get into desal, we do desalination on on order, but we don't have a uh, formal product line for it. All right, so pharmaceuticals, beverages, semiconductors, apparel and data centers are big users and they're very affected by that um, water supply. Okay, the next thing I wanted to go over was, you know when you're doing something new, the worst thing you can be is the only one in the space. It really helps to have competitors. So we have competitors, and I thought I would spend some time taking a look at they are. There's basically two major competitors that, that we know about. Now, every water company does things called DBOO, design, build, own, operate. But these are the big, the big uh, specialized players, the ones that do only that. Okay. The original was seven C's um, and they were, they were acquired by Aquaventure Holdings, sold to Culligan for a for billion dollars. And they like to do the big desalination plans for, you know, the Bahamas, Bermuda and so forth. And what they are is basically a large scale private utility. And what are their selling points? Well, here they say it right here, no upfront capital, um, you can, they, the, the end user can get rid of the existing stuff and rebuild with water as a service much more reliable, simplify and reduce costs. So the same thing that we're saying we can do for customers is what they can do. Now they have a very handy um, comparison matrix, which I think you'll enjoy. And uh, Yen Chang says, please email me the links for today, and today's and previous talks. Absolutely, we will be happy to take care of that. Kevin will take care of that. Okay, let's take a look here then at that competitive matrix. On the far left is, um, water as a surface, which uh, is what we do, obviously. And um, you know we design, own, build, et cetera. EPC uh, is engineer, procure, construct. I had to look that up. <laughs> but um, what uh, you've got here is we design, own, and build, whereas in traditional uh, engineer, procure, uh, construct, the equipment vendor's goal is, is basically at odds with yours because they're trying to make a profit same thing for um, even with where they they do the outsourced treatment of operating operations and maintenance. They're um, they're supposed to service you, but they also are trying to make money. All right. What does the service no upfront capital? You we get paid only for the water produced. We pay all operating costs. You have no hidden costs or surprises. And then we have um, also guaranteed performance, responsible for all safety, environmental, and regulatory compliance you sleep easier and our design and operations ensure low life cycle costs that are stable and predictable. This is exactly what we're saying also, okay? Um, this, is, this is the water as a service model. Now you notice we never say water as a service because it is a registered trademark of Seven Cs. So that's why we do water on demand, that's our brand. Okay, so that covers Seven Cs, but also the general category of this uh, water as a service versus these other things, which are pretty obvious. Basically these are two categories. You're basically on your own. All right, now we have a new mid-size player, Cambrian Innovation, uh, they're, they're venture capital funded and they're really a great player. We, we think we admire them tremendously. They run a good business and they operate in a mid-range. For example, uh, breweries. And just like what we said here with uh, Seven C's and Water On Demand, construct, install, own and operate your treatment system with no capital investment. You simply pay for performance on a per gallon basis and focus on your core business. Now, what's this water energy purchase agreement? Well, that's actually a special thing that Cambrian does. But as you can see right here, here's some of their successes with wastewater treatment for mostly beverage companies, winery, beer, um, and uh, I guess soda beverages. Okay. Um, so the evaluation basically is seven C's offers again, paper gallon, very large systems, Cambria innovations, paper gallon, um, specializing in beverage systems. And they offer an energy package. What they do is they basically, you know, have, they they generate energy, which I'm not sure how many of these they actually do, but they offer it as a, on on the product line. We think that is going a, a little bit too far because it's a focus problem. And you just want to do the water treatment, right? My opinion, but that's just um, a difference in, in approaches. All right. So, this here, the, what's the biggest difference? Well, I wrote this today uh, for an article. So, you can see we're a FinTech pure play. FinTech is any um, startup that is financial technology, and pure play means it's only that. We're not designed to build our own equipment. Our plan is to to contract with local water equipment companies that can build and support systems. And that allows us to expand because we don't have to build a gigantic water company to install what we finance. You can finance things a lot faster than you can build them, that's the truth. So what we do is we're gonna do a lot of financing and we already are, and just farm, farm things out like crazy. Local partnering. We plan to harness local water company resources to build, install and service these systems. This can make a partner out of every water company in North America. And we think that is a winning thing. One of the things I learned in the dot-com era was an important rule, never compete with your natural partner. So if you've got a partner in the channel, don't try and undercut them. And we think that this is a positive thing to do. All right. um, And I have some more uh, on the chat line here. Yin Chang wants to know about home water purification. And um, we actually are, are, do not operate in home water purification because that is a completely different scale. Uh, we, we stay in business, which is actually, you know, business and agricultural use is 87% of all water treatment. So we don't need the remaining 13%. We're good with staying in business and not having to compete with big guys like like Fuji and other major players. So that's what that's about. We're very happy with our positioning in that um, we have other players who are very good players, but they always wanna do it themselves. And we actually would prefer mostly to farm this out. Now, one of the big reasons we did this was because our Dallas and Virginia operations were just completely slammed and they, they are just booming and they're, they're barely keeping up with the demand. But even after they catch up and, they, and we, we continue to, to build them out, um, I'm sure we'll give them some work, but we'll treat them on an arm's length basis as just being another water company. We don't wanna try and keep things in house because I think we'll miss out on the big uh, expansion. Now, I also mentioned in the you update that there's an SEC crackdown going on on, uh, on crypto. And I wanted to talk about what this is. This is very interesting and in highlights where we have a strength. SEC, this is uh, came from uh, Jeff Brown, the Bleeding Edge uh, Brownstone Research. And um, basically they came down hard against um, uh, Block five for offering 9.5 percent interest on uh, crypto, and uh, Coinbase tried to do the same thing. Uh, that because of what the SEC said, it's not available in the US. Here's the deal: at the way at the bottom there, it's a security. The Securities Exchange Commission wants to think of things as a security. Why? Because they are the US Securities and Exchange Commission. So therefore, that's what they do. Um, So it's obvious. Now, here's why it's a strength for us. Our water coin, uh, H2O, which is um, steadily being uh, registered very successfully as a trademark and we're about to um, do a permanent patent application, et cetera. We have the provisional right now, is intended to be a security. Why? Because it carries dividends and there's no question that dividends are a security and we're completely reconciled with that. So that's the plan. We're, we're very we're very comfortable with that, and uh, you'll be hearing more about this as we develop it. So, with that, I'm going to flip into the the trio, the, the notorious the notorious three. So, guys, uh, interest. I, I was all over the place this time with my topics. You could tell, right? <laughs>
1: I think it was very interesting.
0: Yeah, this fascinating yeah. things happening, and I think especially the inflation bear is. Not to make a pun about the Russians, but the inflation bear is about to attack us with a lot of disruption from what's happening. I don't think it's stopping anybody in government. They seem to be quite happy to be spending our money in a cause, the cause of a distant country. But what it does mean is that energy prices are on the way up. And um, we're going to, you know, this is, I believe, driving more and more use of water systems by sure. their, you know, self ownership.
1: You know that um, during the two, two things that I believe are interesting for, for us, when uh, the whole situation of the pandemic occurred once, quite some times ago, um, Italy was one of the first countries to close and then follows to the rest of the world and so on and so forth. Right now, uh, in Italy, the index that measures the, the cost of energy and so on, is a three times what it was before. So it's a 300% up, just, just uh, right
0: now. 300% of w- the inflation?
1: Oof. Yep. It's 300% up in the cost of energy. So people saw their bill multiplied by three. Um, yeah. So, and that's just, uh, and, and it's occurring right now. It's very easy to find out. You can just go online and, and check the, the The specific name of the index is called P G- you end, but you can just check the complaints and you will find out a lot about it. So it, it's it's clear that um, this wave of inflation is coming our way. And and for those of you that have stocks, you, you see what occurred in the stock market. So you know what it's happening. Uh, it, it's foolish not to edge and not to be prepared with asset class that um, will definitely will definitely be a very interesting asset class uh um, like water and probably water is the one that is really still um you can still enter like try to invest in in a power plant right now it doesn't exist as, as an investment but you would love to have a power plant as an investment right this second so right now well, water is uh is is probably one of the only uh asset class uh, available, utility available. Like, correct me if I'm wrong,
2: Ken, but I think that's one of the only ones. Um, I would think that uh, trying to chase energy right now is probably not the way that's to crazy go. It. Um, that's crazy. You know, but, I, I, remember, I remember when the pandemic first hit um, and I, I believe that oil actually went negative. Briggs, remember we discussed that? Oh, that yeah, was, yeah, that was where... during the
0: pandemic. And then it went into recently into what's called backwardation, which is the opposite example. But right, but you know right. the point the point about water is that it's a category that has not been available for investment. Every other yeah, yeah I went ahead and put some money into XOP because right. it's it's the index and but it's it's already so high, right? You know, we're not gonna make tons of money on these things because why? Because Wall Street's way ahead. The, that, the, that the water my space yeah. is the only one that's wide open for investors and we're making it democratic.
2: Right. Yeah, the point the point was that you now you have to become a, a, a world you have to become a global energy analyst to know how to time the market, right? Who, who's going to do that? So the average <laughs> would like. the, so, so, right. So the average guy is going. Okay, I'm still I, I'm still stuck, right? right. And and uh, they really don't have access to these traditional asset classes that were affected by hyperinflation and things like you know even great things like um, uh, commercial real estate. You know, our you know IRRs that have been historically in the tens and 15s aren't gonna be that for a couple of years. Energy is so insane, you know, it's always one invasion away from being a calamity, right? Yeah, um, yeah. But here, and here's water, that for the first time, people have the actual ability to invest in as an, not, not as an institution, not as a, not as a, um, um, a city or, or a governmental body, but individual accredited investors the way they did uh, with oil for so many years. You know, what was interesting when you pointed out, you know, people that you would, you would, you, you would view as our competitors, there's actually, they're, they're only competitors in the sense they do something kind of similar, but they, we do it in a completely different way, right? I mean, A Cabrian Innovations um, raised $18 million in 2019, right? Yeah. They're still eating off the $18 million that they raised. In other words, that's how slow you grow when you're self-funding. We could do $18 million in a quarter if we wanted to, right? Because there's that much desire out there for folks like us, accredited investors that go, what the heck am I going to do with my money? So I, I think that once this opens up more broadly to the public, when the public's aware that there's a safe haven to put your the money that needs to be generational and needs to kind of, you know, assets never go to zero is the thing, right? It needs to be generational type money but also the excitement of being kind of first and also having that tremendous upside that comes with being an angel or an early adopter. I, I think that this is going to as, 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 um, as, as Andrea very reservedly put, it'll it be a very interesting asset class.
0: That's a beautiful thing. Um, well, so you know, with, with that, I mean, um, we see that water on a macro basis, this, this whole Morgan Stanley story, is really interesting because it's being recognized that water is becoming a major risk for uh, corporate users. Uh, Prices will be going up as as it becomes more market-driven. And and so therefore there's gonna be absolutely um, a move towards um, self-management. I remember a story from the 80s when um, New York University wanted to to do their own power generation because it was gonna be so much cheaper and New York City said no, you can't. No,
2: nope. yep.
0: Not going you know. <laughs> to
2: Right, it is verboten. Right,
0: I know. That's right. I was an analyst in the um, in the early '90s um, at, a, mm. at a very high-voltage electric power firm, and I did a study of the Tallahassee, uh, all the 16 federal, I mean, state buildings in Tallahassee, and putting in place uh, one of those cogeneration systems so that you. They could heat and cool those buildings, and with the steam coming off of it, cool all of the uh, the Florida uh, State University. Free air conditioning for FSU. Wow! Again, forbidden by the municipal utility. No, can't do it, and it got shot down. So. Wow. Fortunately in water, we don't have that, that kind of problem. There's less um, dog in the manger going on because the water uh, municipalities are overstressed and they don't have money. It's so like, okay, fine, do your own treatment. Can you just give us clean water? And so uh, that problem does not occur in, in water. There, we just don't see a problem with that. And as I mentioned, we're actually helping some small cities with modular water treatment systems.
2: So the excitement, so the excitement, what I hear from that is I hear we have an, an opportunity to enter at a moment where we can prevent that elite stranglehold. You know, like, so energy, you know, energy producers have almost a stranglehold on their respective industries, right? We're, we have an, a chance to actually disrupt that, you know, that stranglehold from being established and allow, um, like you said, the democratization of just individual accredited investors um to do this and you know look that that's um that's exciting stuff i um i read somewhere that I, I i don't know maybe we'll share it in another uh ceo briefing but i share with you some reports that came out on all this ppp money and where that ended up oh t- tell yeah. me about it no actually, oh, yeah I think it's very interesting <laughs> should i bring that up or am i going to get sure why lightning? not i mean the shades go, in my window go, so i don't go. get sniped um 72% of the PPP money went to the top 20% earners in the country. Oh, wow. right? So it was, So what it ended up being, this, this pandemic response and, and the government um, recklessly printing money, it ended up simply being the largest transfer of I I, I, cre- I, can't, I coined that phrase, we do the largest transfer of wealth in the history. You know, in about 25 years, I put that in the clear thing. But the real largest transfer of wealth in human history occurred from the middle class and the lower middle class, the working class, to the uh, you know kind kind of to to the, to the upper class, most of these people didn't need it to survive. Some did. It probably saved some businesses. Uh, but but the reality is is that um, when government gets involved, things can get complicated. By keeping this centrally centrally focused on the small to mid sized businesses, we actually become the networked, to use your 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 high tech terminology, we become a networked micro utility Ooh. enterprise. Mm-hmm. Ooh, distributed utility. Yeah. Where's my pen? Where's my pen? Okay. Yeah, you're right. Network, network micro
0: utilities The worst thing is when I'm talking to Ken while I'm in the car, and he goes, "What did I?" He arrives at home. What was it? <laughs> what did
2: I, I just say? Saying? I don't know. We just. <laughs> I didn't have a pen either. I know. It's awful.
0: But here, but here's the thing. Okay. So there's big plays and for example, Amazon, Jeff Bezos made his billions, et cetera. We're taking a big, big play and it's not gonna be one at Jeff Bezos. It's gonna be that divided by 10,000 investors, right? right? That is better than the stupid PPP that got done, which fortunately at least we got something, but, but you're right. I mean, it was pretty sad. What we're doing here is we're uh, bringing about democratization. Now, remember, this number of $1.4 trillion being spent on infrastructure. <clears throat> None kind of that is gonna to go to distributed infrastructure, not central, why? There's no, where's the uh, this, this photo behind me of, of my front porch, um, where is the land to put giant water treatment systems, right? It's not available and the money's not available, et cetera. So it's gonna be small localized stuff. And so that money is gonna flow increasingly the opportunity is to be an early mover in this and have a big piece of origin clear, which is what you are irresponsibly giving away, Ken.
2: Yes, I am. Um, I'm, 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 reckl- I'm recklessly giving away the farm here. Exactly. But it's really good.
0: But but, no, but it's really good because no, it, no. It, it recognizes that the people who are able to get off the dime and, and go into water on demand are gonna get You know properly um a proper piece of the pie and it's only right it's only fair and
2: and i think look i think velocity i think speed um is is really where we're gonna end up becoming so broad so appealing to the global to the globalized look at this solution look a a multi-million dollar point of pollution issue major issue at a location can be resolved in 90 days whereas a power, a water plant would take what, a decade to build?
0: That's yeah. it, exactly, a decade. Right. And, well, you got all the permitting and then not in my Nobody backyard. can
2: live here, nobody can live here till we put this thing in, right? There's no building permitting until we have the capacity. So it's the cart before the horse, right? You can't, you, look at all these residential and commercial zonings. They, they won't permit new buildings because they don't have capacity is what I was saying. But don't worry we're gonna have this thing built in like, a, a, like a decade. Um, it's more like 20, you 20, 20 or more years.
0: Front. It's more like 20 more years. So you're absolutely right. I mean, you know, right. the famous example is Miami Dade County with over a hundred thousand, um, septic tanks right. and right. now they want to fix it because there's poop ending up on the lawns. And so, um, this I
2: hate it when that it, happens.
0: Yeah, I know the county. Um, yeah, you know, live, live high. That's, you know, live on a hill, right. Right. but um, right. but Miami Hills in Miami, over, by the way, right. Um, but so the city, the county wants to do six, a $6 billion project. First of all, they don't have the money. Secondly, it's going to take a while to spend that money. They're going to tear up streets all over the county to get to all these individual thousand points of right. light kind of uh, septic tanks. And instead you just put in a, re- a rebate program to just give people a tax break to put in their own systems. Thank you very much. It's over. And, and that it would be is what 20
2: or $30,000 a house. Twenty or thirty thousand yeah, dollars a house exactly. for a mobilized system—that's
0: right? one tenth of the cost. I was going to say of-
2: less. Yeah, I was going to say a twentieth because I didn't do the math as well in my head as you did. But right, it's a fraction. But see, I think that once we once we tap into the consciousness, you see, America is not aware that there's a water problem. You tell we we joke all the time. You know, I turn on the water, it runs. Or uh, we joke that uh, what the water's not going to kill you right away, mm-hmm. right? right. Um, just spoke with someone today he said look we just put in a whole house system because i got my water tested he goes it's literally not fit for human consumption yet my local municipality says no it's fine and he goes well no it's not right so he spent a couple thousand dollars on a system that's a systemic issue when when what, what i think one of our missions needs to be and this is this is our our intrepid andrea's um job is is to really raise the awareness to the american public that um, this, is a, this is a crisis that no one actually, this is the crash that no one hears, right? There's a, there's a, there's a car wreck going on here and you're, un, you're unable to actually hear it. Um, not only is people's health being affected, but the, but the opportunity loss, the capital loss through, because of regulation and un, unneeded spending for the local business is, Huge. it's got a number in the hundreds of billions of dollars, right? I, I couldn't even do the math, but it's got to be massive.
0: And, 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 and businesses, it and may first, be invisible uh, to the general public, but businesses are well aware of the
2: problem. Businesses do know it, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, it's coming.
1: And actually, it's already here. And from the standpoint of the execution, I think, um, well, first of all, just the sheer quantity of uh, things and evolution occurred in the past. Uh, I am here almost uh, a month and three weeks, almost. So it's a relatively relatively short period of time. Um, it's it's staggering the amount of evolution that is occurring. Is staggering, I think we can become a really big player in this game, a uh, really big player in this game, and I think that like can, can support is incredible. My support is obviously 100% dedicated. Rick's support to this cause, this movement that we are creating is, um, it's it's very important. And I would like uh, you guys to consider this First of all, the demand that is there is mind blowing like the demand that is there, to the point that Rick sometimes mentioned how our, our uh, regular business is flooded with requests, like flood with requests. So the demand is there and it's, and it's a matter of having enough, uh, let's say, bullets, ammo to be able to take advantage of this particular uh, condition of the market right, right now, not, not in the next the 10 years, like right now, it's happening right now. Mm-hmm. um What we need is that you guys consider this activity like a movement, like like think it like a Tesla, but in the in the water space. Because we have technology, uh, we have a deliver, we have production. We are really creating an ecosystem. We will control everything from the financing to the production to the continuation. And it, it we are creating this distributed utility if you will, distributed because there are all these. Uh, machines uh, placed uh, in different areas but they are part of the same network which is our network and and the bigger the network the better Uh, the more it's helping and the more it will produce money so your participation to the movement is really key right now because it's um it's growing and it's coming and it's occurring right now if you want your money to keep growing in value invite other friends to come in invest because that will enable us to build this distributed utility. So, it's always open. And actually, guys, I would want to, if you want to, I I would love to chat uh, with you guys and and have your friends and maybe do some presentation for your friends, because what we are doing here will really make the difference. Like I can tell you, it will make the difference in in our society. And
2: you mentioned Tesla.
0: Okay, wait, wait guys 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 we 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 love we're loving how we're talking but it's 8:50 so oh. um, <laughs> oh. i'm going to i'm going to you know push. yes uh you know we we want to make sure that our that our wonderful thoughts don't don't uh, invade people's nights but keep the tesla thought for next week it's a really good one to get into um, i just wanted to I'll mention
2: ask
0: you next week what were they talking about <laughs> exactly uh, but yeah. talk to Ken about it go to slash. Ken, is that still correct? Ken? I believe it is. Yes.
2: OC. Gold forward slash call Ken.
0: Call Ken, okay. But, but Ken also works, it goes to call Ken, so it's all good. Uh, InvestedOriginClear.com and the phone number. Please talk to Ken, he is a maestro. And thank you for an excellent meeting. Uh, it's been very interesting. And next week, there will, we, we, I, I recorded a really great interview on a podcast called The Millionaire's Choice, TMC. uh, Tony Bradshaw, great interviewer, and I will be featuring um, excerpts from that and a lot more really interesting news. And I hope that I can give you more tangible information about what's happening with the economy. So that's the picture. Thank you everyone for coming on board. And um, we uh, we are the trio. So with that, Have a great evening. Have a great weekend, everyone, as always. Thank Thank you for being on board. We love your support.